Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to A to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham. He is our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan. And we are A to Z Sports here in the mornings, bright and early. We got to thank our title sponsor, BetMGM. BetMGM, you can download the app today. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. You got conference championships games going on. Here's a little bit of good news. College basketball. I have been a college basketball fiend this season. It's probably because I've been using the BetMGM app. And Sam, yet another winning night. I will disclose a 14 parlay that I hit last night thanks to the Arizona Wildcats out there on the West Coast. And man, we are running hot heading into the NCAA tournament here next week. So man, this is a BetMGM. Shout out to BetMGM. They're, they're hooking us up. I, I, I have not had the same luck with BetMGM recently, but I love BetMGM nonetheless. I College basketball, I told my buddy the other day, I'm like, I, I'm typically like you. I, I feel like a, my, my own, like, like, I'm like, man, I am a sharp when it comes to college basketball. I'm usually just right on the money. I got a good feel for everything. And silly old me forgot that March was here. I, I forgot to look at the calendar because March has been kicking my butt, Zach. I'm just, I keep looking up at these scoreboards being like, well, that line doesn't make any sense. That result doesn't make any sense. I'm all over the place right now. So, well, I hey, to- look, it, the highs are highs and the lows are lows. That's, That's what March is gambling. About. But thank you to BetMGM for that. Got to also thank our presenting sponsors, Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com right there, out there in Lebanon. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. FBHP.com, which is Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. If you live in the state of Tennessee, you got to check out Farmer Health Plans. I switched my health plan. You should switch yours or at least get a quote. And the Bone and Joint Institute, don't fumble on your recovery. The state-of-the-art facility down there in Franklin, plus satellite locations all across Middle Tennessee. That is the Bone and Joint Institute. Thank you to all of our sponsors. So, Sam, let's get settled in. The free agency frenzy is about to happen. Last year, I would say, was the wildest offseason in NFL history with the movement, you had Russell Wilson, you had trades, you had, I mean, there was so much movement in the NFL. Can the NFL top last year? I I would say so, just because it's the NFL. But for the Tennessee Titans, we've talked at length since Rand Carthon had his introductory press conference introducing him as the new general manager of the Titans. What is Rand going to do? How is Ran going to approach this offseason? Actions speak louder than words. That was the theme of yesterday's show. What is Rand's actions? What are they going to be? You know, and I think we're about to find out. I think it will be telling. Is Derrick Henry going to get traded? Are they not going to get traded? Are they going to add pieces because they've just cleared up so much cap space? And then yesterday, Sam, and I sent you this text this morning because that was the first time I saw it this morning which was Adam Schefter. And Adam Schefter reported that the Titans cannot release Bud Dupree, who we touched on yesterday, until the start of the league year, which is March 15th. 
It's currently March 10th due to his remaining guaranteed salary. But they plan, talking about the Titans, to release him then, which means the move would save the Titans $9.35 million against their cap instead of June 2nd, as we talked about the designation. So that, I think, plays into maybe free agency and what they're going to be doing next week. But Sam, you've got guys targeted. I have no idea who these players are. I'm going to sit back and react with all of us. We're going to ask the chat questions. We're going to go thumbs up, thumbs down. We're going to answer questions as we th- go through. So, Sam, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the keys to the show here real quick. Right. You, can, you can have them. What do we got going? I have no idea. Well, yeah, first of all, uh, if anybody needs clarification on Bud Dupree, so the reason why you touch on a little bit, Zach, he has $1.25 million of his 2023 salary already guaranteed, was worked into his contract to guarantee last spring. But that money, if he was cut before the new league year begins, goes on the Titans 2022 cap, which they don't have anymore. Like that is already said and done. So because he has part of that salary uh, on to next year's contract, they have to wait until the new league year begins, take the 1.25 as part of the 23 cap, and that's when they can get rid of him. Bud Dupree uh, maybe points to Ran and the Titans being a little bit more aggressive and filling some of their positions of need by taking this money now. They're not waiting till June. They want the money now. That would certainly sim- like show me, signal me, that they have a, a purpose for that money or a use for that money next week. And it's going to be crazy starting Sunday, really, when the tampering period ends. So, Zach, those positions of need, I, I guess I-, I can start it off by asking you this and the chat this as well, if they just want to start throwing out some ideas. But when you look at free agent targets for the Titans, I think you have to go under the assumption, like what are the biggest positions of need right now? Uh, what like first comes to mind is something they need to target for you in free agency. Well, I think first and foremost in free agent, here's the tough part because how are you going to approach free agency versus the draft, right? If you're going to draft, let's just say a left tackle 11th overall, you're not going to move. You're not going to try to trade up. You're not going to try to trade down. You're just going to look at a left tackle because it's a top 10 type player. Then you're not going to spend all of that money in free agency on a veteran left tackle. You also got to look at the wide receiver room, which is the worst wide receiver room currently in the National Football League, maybe in the history of the league currently, but they still got the offseason. They still, still can add pieces. So it's not whole by any means, but you have a, a lot of youth and a lot of inexperience. Kyle Phillips and Traylon Burks are there. Kyle Phillips was not available this past year. At times, Traylon Burks, your first round pick last year, was not available. How are you going to fill the need after cutting Robert Woods? You've got to look at offensive line. In some, it doesn't even have to be the left tackle position. It could be guard. It could be center if Ben Jones is going to retire. So you've got a lot. You've got to look at the offensive line. You've got to look at the wide receiver room. I think those are the two main things on offense. We know Derrick Henry and Tannehill are currently on the roster. Will they continue to be? We'll find that out. I think defensively, you just let Bud Dupree walk or released him right so are you going to ride and dive with weaver do you need depth you also let uh, and cut and release zach cunningham so david long jr is a free agent that you got to look at signing so middle linebacker in free agency if you're going to re-sign david long jr 
Zach Cunningham was the complimentary piece to that. Corner is always something that you have to look at in this league because it's a passing league. And you have a trash-ass corner named Caleb Farley, who has been a major, major bust since he has entered the league and was drafted by the Titans in the first round. You got to look also, Kevin Byard, how much tread is on that tire? You also have, have re-signed Imani Hooker, so he still has some uh, some time left on his contract. But I look at those pieces, and I say middle <laughs> linebacker, corner, pass rush, offensive line, and wide receiver. There's my list to answer your question. Yeah, it, unfortunately, it is a long list, right? But but I mean that nobody's hiding from the fact that there's holes spread throughout this offense. If it was as easy as offensive line and wide receiver like that seems reasonable but then it's like well what are you doing on the defense what are you doing with this what are you doing with that um they are in a unique position on offensive line where uh yeah i agree with you like the obvious hole is left tackle right but like are you in a unique enough position where it's just like whoever best player available like if you're at 11 and peter skaronsky is there and you feel like peter skaronsky might be more of a guard well, who says you can't use a really good left guard on a rookie contract that can be dominant for you inside? Like, so they are it's, in a uh, their unique... offensive line Swiss cheese. They got way too many holes. Right. So many. And I'm holes. not talking about baby Swiss. This is not <laughs> the small holes that you get at the deli counter that is baby Swiss. These are those. This is Switzerland's cheese. This, these, these are, these are, they're massive. That is what the offensive line is. So, yeah, so the chat is kind of in agreement with you, right? We get some offensive line, some left tackle, left tackle, left tackle. Uh, Ken thinks, like, QB is a thing. Mr. Jones is offensive line, wide receiver. Like, these are the obvious ones that we know of. Um, and so that brings me to this free agent class that we're looking at right here. Here are some of the top offensive linemen uh, that are available right now. Mike McGlinchey, Kayla McGarry, Donovan Smith. Jawan Taylor, uh, left tackles, right tackles. Not sure what you prioritize. These are some of the top names that are set to make top dollar in the free agent market. But Zach, player number one, let's take a look at player number one, who ultimately I think you can make a case to be their top priority. We're going to discuss it. It's Orlando Brown Jr. Orlando Brown Jr. of the Kansas City Chiefs. Played in all 17 games last year, six penalties, four sacks allowed, 13 adjusted value, according to footballreference.com. Was a pro bowler and, of course, a Super Bowl champion. And Spotrack's val market value calculator has that mock contract you see at the bottom. Five years, $112 million is the, uh, the mocked value for Orlando Brown Jr. in free agency. So that is my slam dunk player that is my player that you know where the need is he's the best on the market that's the obvious hole that the titans i think you have to make the phone call now the question is do you put all your eggs in that basket is the contract worth the 112 million dollars that spotrack uh is start is valuing him at i think there's a lot of questions but what do you how do you feel about Orlando Brown Jr. in a Titans uniform. All right, so this is this is why we do what we do is because I had no idea who you were going to say. I, I I thought it was going to be an offensive lineman just because you just common sense team need, right? And I thought you put together a, a pretty darn good list right here, right? This is why this is the previews, right? We're still in the preview side of things, but 
you you listed out the four that could be available, and you know Donovan Smith just came in the market like this week as they as, as the Bucks said that he's not going to be a Buck anymore, and now you targeted Orlando Brown Jr., who kind of in the prime of his life, right? He's twenty six years old. This is his big payday. What do the Chiefs think about Orlando Brown Jr.? What have those talks been? But he's twenty six. Oklahoma, I remember when he was drafted, he, he kind of fell in the draft at a third-round pick. Baltimore, Kansas City in 2021, he's earned this big contract, this payday for this offseason, and he's going to try to, as the kids say, go get that bag. Will he be able to attain that from the Tennessee Titans? And I think the biggest question, and this is where we're going to go and get in the chat involved, should signing Orlando Brown Jr., as Sam has eloquently put there up on the screen, put it up there one more time there, Sam. Should signing Orlando Brown Jr. be the Titans' top priority heading into free agency? There is a lot to unpack here that, Sam, the chat didn't know who you were going to say. I didn't know who you were going to say. So let's react to that. Should this be the top priority and that's what we're asking you guys in the chat. We'll read your comments. But first, going to tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com slash A to Z is where you need to go to get your new quote for your new health plan. I got my new health plan in 2022. I'm riding it through 2023. You blink twice. January, February is already gone. It's now March. Take a look at your health plan. You can switch at any time, but you got to get a quote health, dental, and vision. I've got all of them. I've helped A to Z sports viewers get in touch with Farm Bureau Health Plans. I had somebody slipping in my DM who's like, hey, I hear, hear you talk about your health plan. What is it? I'm a facilitator, baby. I'm I'm point guard. I, I put it in email. <laughs> I went CC, a little carbon copy, and I tried to facilitate it. And I said, I said to the A to Z sports viewer, I said, look, man, no pressure. You don't have to sign up if you don't want to, but at least get a quote. I help facilitate that. I will do the same for all of our followers. That's because I believe in Farm Bureau Health Plans. If you're in the state of Tennessee, 200 plus locations across the state, that's FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM. BetMGM is giving soccer fans a chance to go for the goal this season. Zach, there is a lot of soccer fans, surprisingly, within the Titans locker room that I talked to all season because – they're very into the English Premier League, something I am trying to get myself into, trying to find a team to support. I think it's a nice almost year-round hobby that you can watch during the middle of the day. Uh, but right now, if you want to place a wager on the English Premier League, you can place a one-game parlay with four legs or more and a minimum of plus 400 odds on any English Premier League game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. So log into your account and download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Uh, turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. Uh, that's all you got to do. You log in, you opt into it. It's a one-game parlay, four legs or more, 400 odds or higher on any one-game EPL parlay with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Should signing Orlando Brown Jr. of the Kansas City Chiefs be the Titans' top priority heading into free agency. Was a Kansas City Chief? Will be. We'll find out next week because he'll probably be one of the first off the board. 
Let's head to the chat. Steven says, yes. Uh, and Nate Burns says, Lawan was tweeting about the Chiefs to come sign him. I, I, I saw that. I think the Chiefs fans were in a frenzy over that. Mark says, no. Chris says, no. Not top priority. Go get him. Yes, from Titans. Kyle. Nate says, no. Jonathan says, no. No, thanks. Not for that number from Jay Streets. What was that number, Sam? So we're going to, th- yeah, then throw up the number. Five. We're, we have to operate here under the pretense, Zach. Like, y- these Spotrack values on the, the market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Let's like, go with a, a little learning lesson for you, Sam. I've been doing this for years. We have a mantra here at A to Z uh, about Spo. Uh, I'm, I'm, we're, we're, I got to find where my place is because I want to go back up. Does anybody in the chat know A to Z sports mantra about Spotrack when it comes to free agency? Ah, we've got some seasoned vets right here in the chat. And that is Spo Don't Know. So Spo Don't Know, Spo Don't Know. Man, man, it feels good. It feels really great to have the chat have my back here. I'll, I'll tell you why Spo Don't Know here in a second. But uh, let's go back to the chat. Should Orlando Brown Jr. be the top priority We've got yes from Richard. Uh, We've got uh, Daniel says he's a Jags fan, but he'd go best available. Uh, We've got, I got to scroll back up because there's a ton of comments. Well, here, I've got some here. Jonathan says no. Uh, Desi Nate says no. We've got Jake is a big yes. Wilbur's a big yes. Xavier's a no. Eric's a no. Mr. Jones is a no. Tighten up is a no. Um, Jody is a big yeah. Billy says absolutely not. Way too much on one player when we have multiple needs. Uh, we have a no. We have a no from Steven. A yes from Nate's burner. Uh, Randy says no. Then what are you going to do for the other holes? Uh, nope, nope. Not giving him twenty-five million plus. Says Pistol Ramsey. Uh, nope. Says Derek. A hundred percent yes. Says Griffin. Uh, There's yes, kind of a Richard. good back and forth here. This is a really good balanced one, Zach, because like it, so that's the question, right? Like we'll, we'll take a look at it again. And yes, Spo don't know, but I mean, it, it's hard to predict what a guy's value is going to be unless you kind of look at compared comparable contracts. You also have to keep in mind the fact that a lot of like often in free agency, you're overpaying to win the guy over. You're overpaying yes. what the market would suggest he is. But if the the market from Spotrack, which may or may, may not be accurate, as Zach has uh, just well, yeah, told us. Sam, I've just been through too many free agencies where Spo sits there and says that, you know, uh, Judevion Clowney is worth X amount of dollars, and he's just not. That, yeah. That's not what the market entails. Now, is it a good feature for Spo to get fans kind of a baseline? Yeah, maybe. But Spo don't know. So let's not act like it's the gospel or the right. scripture that we read in NFL lure. So I just, I, I have to all, and I will maintain that for the rest of free agencies since I cover NFL for the rest of the time. But it, it's a base point. You got to think that there's going to be other bidding heads trying to jack that price up. And you got a, an agent of Orlando Brown Jr. trying to jack that price up. Yeah, well, and you like, so if it's just the baseline, which I think is kind of what I like to use it as, is just like an idea. Uh, like, if I blindly asked you, what contract are you paying David Long? 
you might be like, uh, what do you even pay a linebacker, right? Like, well, or mid inside linebacker, how good is he compared to the rest of the league? How do, and so you kind of gives you a baseline of where a player's general value is based on his production. There are other things that go into it, but the point is Orlando Brown jr. Is a, one of the best tackles, maybe the best left tackle on the free agent market. He's going to command $20 million a year. I think everybody's pretty confident in that, whether it's a four-year deal or a five-year deal or whatever kind of contract it is, you're going to be looking at paying him anywhere from like the 80 to a hundred plus million dollar range. Now, so that, that goes into the question, right? Is having the best left tackle on the free agent market worth spending that kind of money, knowing where the other holes on the roster, that's the debate, right? Like, should this be their end all be all priority or as I just showed you, Zach, there are four other guys and some other guys on the market here too that maybe are not left tackles, maybe are not quite as good left tackles, but are certainly uh, more than serviceable offensive linemen that would fill a hole for you and probably cost you a lot less. Better than Dennis Daly. Could we all agree on that? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think we might be able to get you out there or me out there and, and whoa, we whoa, could be whoa. just as productive here. I, uh, I got some, I, that'll get into my good news, by the way. That'll get a little tease of the good news. Might be playing left tackle for the Titans pretty soon. We'll find out. You wait and hear my good news and we'll see. Oh, whoa, whoa. There, you may, we may put Sam up there on the big board I, right now. I might there. get signed this week. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So here is why I am out. I think this is a no. This is just should not be the highest. Because what is the question? Repeat the question for me. Uh, should Orlando Brown Jr. be the Titans' top priority in free agency? And my answer is no. Um, that's not how you go about that position. Uh, I've covered and seen a lot of football. How you build the left tackle position is honestly how the Titans have done it over the last decades. From, from Hopkins to Ruse to Lawan to possibly Paris Johnson Jr., right? Like, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? You draft your left tackle because you get so much more out of that left tackle if you draft correctly. That's an if. But you get his rookie contract, and if he's a first-round pick, you get a fifth-year option. If he's that good, he usually doesn't make it to the fifth year. He usually makes it to the fourth year. You get a contract and you pay the man. So now you've got nine years because he's going to get a five-year deal after four four years. And you're paying Orlando Brown Jr. type of money to a guy that you know, that you've drafted, that has a house, possibly has a family, and he is rooted in Nashville, Tennessee. I just don't go with this approach when it comes to left tackles you can supplement other positions in free agency to go after other guys but as we talked about the deli counter early on in the show you got switzerland swiss cheese there are some big assholes in this offensive line and some unknowns ben jones if he retires you don't have anybody like, who do you have? You have NPF. That's who you have that has had his fair share of ups and downs in his rookie season. He played well at times, and then he was a swinging gate at times at right tackle. You feel that you drafted him, and he had enough play experience that he's only going to get better, right? He probably, hopefully, will not regress. But that's one 
out of five players to protect your quarterback, you you draft a left tackle. I would rather have them draft Paris Johnson Jr. at 11 than go pay 20 to 20 plus million dollars to Orlando Brown Jr. I just don't think that that's approach. So I will say no as my answer. I don't hate the idea of what you put together. Uh, this is an exercise. This is the preview of the movie. We're about to start watching the movie that is free agency next week. But I, I say no, you do not do that. So I want to get a couple, uh, some lunch money here from Noah. So he says, so here's the thing. Sign and restructure Orlando. You're in a good spot to move back a couple picks and still get a top receiver who can contribute instantly. Receiver translates much easier than offensive line. I mean, I think there's an argument that can be made for the wide receiver being an easier pick to hit on or at least have an early impact. But then it comes down to the question that you brought up, Zach, which is like, how many holes on the offensive line are there? And if there's a bunch of them, can you really afford to take a wide receiver in the first round? Yeah, you need to fill your biggest hole in the offensive line with a draft pick. You don't need to, because you're going to end up overpaying. And how many Titans fans are upset at the Bud Dupree contract? Most Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Why? Right. And you don't know that when you actually ink the deal. You sit there and you say, wow, Bud Dupree, if he's Bud Dupree, in his first couple of years as a Pittsburgh Steeler, wow, maybe he's worth the money because of just the industry. But you need to fill your biggest hole with a draft pick on the offensive line. You need to go out and pay. Like, here is a good uh, – this is a good example of paying a lot of money for an offensive lineman that is not a left tackle. I thought that the Titans got the most out of Roger Saffold. Roger Saffold signed from the Los Angeles Rams – he put together some really good seasons. He played hurt towards the end of his Titans career. He was injured up and down, but they paid him a lot of money and he made sure you didn't have to worry about left guard. And so I, I, I just think that now here's the one thing with your philosophy, Sam, if you sign the big free agent left tackle now with 11, you can be more multiple. You can go after a big-time wide receiver to pair with Traylon Burks. The Honestly, the, the wide receiver that I have fallen in love with in this draft is out of TCU, Quentin Johnson. I think he is going to be a stud superstar. I watched a lot of TCU uh, this year. Obviously, a lot more people did because they made it to the championship game and then got boat raced. But what... Your philosophy does, it opens up the doors to the draft to say, now you're playing free and easy because your quarterback, he, he, he can't do anything without protection of his blind side. We know that. Yeah. So here's Andre. He says, right Duncan or, or Bergeron in the draft instead frees up ability to go other directions with number 11. Grabbing a wide receiver early as a free agent is bad uh, and depth is weak. And then Noah says the free the wide receiver market this year is terrible. There really aren't many great options, so better to address it through the draft than offensive line. Interesting point. No, we are going to talk wide receivers. We are going to talk wide receivers at some point. I think Andre also makes a, a good point, and it's, it's one I agree with here, Zach, because I think uh, Orlando Brown should be their top priority. And the reason I, I think he should be their top priority is I am less sold – on the offensive lineman at the top of the draft 
Um, and the ones that I do think are solid and probably going to be very good are not quite viewed as a slam dunk tackle. Um, I think you, and like we mentioned, right? So you have four spots on your offensive line. There's nothing stopping you from signing Orlando Brown, uh, drafting Peter Skaronsky, playing there's your left tackle, there's your left guard. You can play, I guess, Aaron Brewer at center if you really need to. You've got NPF at right tackle. You start to piece together some of this puzzle pretty quickly. And the other reason why is where the Titans are as a franchise, which we have talked about at length as this offseason has kind of played out. But it, in this scenario that you are being aggressive, you are hypothetically keeping Ryan Tannehill and keeping Derrick Henry and trying to make some sort of a push here. Um, and, and with where they're at, I don't think it's smart to rely on a rookie left tackle that is going to show signs of some inexperience. And that really is not a guarantee when you're trying to maximize the last few years of your current window, uh, it would make more well, max your one year. There's no, there's no, there's one year. So one year and you're going to go with a rookie left tackle and a second year, third round pick at right tackle. Like I, I think but that that's the philosophy that but, what you're doing. You're not for this year. You're not competing, right? You're, you're, but you're giving your, you're giving a puncher's opportunity, but what you're doing is you're setting the groundwork for the next three to four years to get them experience and see what Derrick Henry can do, see what Ryan Tannehill can do, add a wide receiver piece, but really focus on, and my philosophy would be, go free agency of interior offensive line, draft left tackle, put a high priority on O-line in 2023 in the offseason, and then sacrifice the season to see what you can do, because you already kind of know what Tannehill and Derrick Henry are, add another wide receiver piece, and then once those guys are gone next year, your offensive line is not a problem anymore. So when you go get a, uh, let's say, a you draft a rookie quarterback or you, you, you go out in the free agency market and get a veteran uh, quarterback, he, they are protected, right? They're more protected. I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just really bought into the all-in or all-out philosophy. And I think if you're all-in on this year and bringing back this group, there needs to be a high, high priority and emphasis on fixing the offensive line. And there's not an offensive lineman more important than the left tackle. Like, we saw how detrimental Dennis Daly was for the Titans last season just on his own. Um, and, and not saying that Paris Johnson or whoever they draft is Dennis Daly. I think that's a, a reach. But there is a lot of signs of, you know, like inexperience when you put a left uh, uh, a rookie over there. There are some question marks about whether or not it's going to translate and click right away. I think you really open yourself up to risking things not working at left tackle right away in a year that you've now committed to going in on. I think getting the best veteran on the market and being able to say, look, we've got left tackle and right tackle figured out going into training camp is a really huge plus for this Titans team. Kane points out there is no perfect roster. Look at the Eagles had the best roster in the, in the league and lost in the Super Bowl. fill the O-line with vets and get wide receivers. So I think he's in the, the veteran camp as well, which, uh, you know what Orlando Brown Jr. is. You know that he is an elite offensive lineman. You know that he's on the field, by the way, Zach. This is another thing. He played 98% of snaps last year for Kansas City. The three years before that, he played every offensive snap. 
So he is somebody who has been uh, healthy, 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 healthy. He's always on the field. Um, and that is something that the Titans also like could rely on. They need somebody with good knees and good soft tissue <laughs> and uh, that can actually stay on the field and be consistent for them at left tackle. Yeah. I, if they go left tackle and free agency, that is going to tell us a lot about what they think about this season. Uh, that is going to be the biggest move. If they go out and get Orlando Brown Jr., this mindset goes to what Rand said to Buck last week is that we're not tanking. We're going to compete. We're trying to win. And again, they're always going to say that, but the actions of how they're going to go about that, I think are very impactful in how Titans fans will view this upcoming season. All right. So that was a good exercise. That's exercise one of three. That was the top priority. Now we move to Two other players, I have no clue who we these gotta, players are. Yeah, we got some more than two other players, but I'm just I'm trying to provide everybody with options. I'm, I'm throwing like out it. options. This is from this is me sitting down, looking at a list of free agents, doing a little scouting, being like, who do I think fits, and wanting to hear you and the chat on whether or not you're in or out. So there's other positions of need that we're going to get to. All right, so let's get to the next position, but first I'm going to tell everybody about our great presenting sponsor, that is Wilson County Hyundai. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where you need to go to get your next ride. When, when you talk about health insurance, I believe in health, that health insurance, which is Farmer Health Plans. When you talk about looking for a new car, a new SUV, there is one place to go. You can go test drive them at other dealerships, that's fine. But you're going to find the best experience, the best price, the best make and model at Wilson County Hyundai. Quick trip down I-40 exit 236. That's wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Check out the Palisade full-size SUV. It's not your mama's minivan. It is an upgrade. In the carpool line, people will be turning heads saying, where did you get that Palisade? You're going to say, quick trip down I-40. It's right up on Wilson County Hyundai. Payne Bone hooked me up with a great deal, and I found out about them because I listened to A to Z Sports, the best damn show in the market, and they, they sold me the best damn car on the market, which is from Wilson County Hyundai. It's simple. It's simple math. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, and they are giving you, if you are a soccer fan, a chance to go for the goal this season. Just place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more and a minimum of 400 odds on any English Premier League game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll receive up to $25 back in bonus bets. Log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Turn game time into showtime with BetMGM. There's nothing worse than placing that parlay, that plus 580 parlay that you're just sitting there salivating over, hoping it'll hit tonight, that tonight's the night, and then it comes one leg short. A lot of us know that feeling all too well, but BetMGM is helping bail you out up to $25 back if your parlay comes one leg short, four legs or more, 400 odds on EPL. All right, Sam, let's get to our next exercise here on A to Z Sports. We're talking free agency, setting the table for a big dinner next week when it comes to free agency and adding players to your roster. Well, let's go thumbs up, thumbs down for this one. I have no idea who you're going to talk about, but let's hear it. Well, so, okay, let me ask you. Do you want my thumbs up, thumbs down player first 
or the alternate options first, building up to my thumbs, thumbs up, thumbs down. Give part. me your thumbs up, thumbs down option. All right. No words here. We're just going to throw it on the screen. We're going to see what the chat thinks. It's Whoa. Juju Smith-Schuster. You're, you're Chiefs heavy today. Chiefs heavy. Another Chief on the board. The Titans need wide receivers. I think Juju kind of had a, a quiet, productive season last year in Kansas City. You see the numbers there. 78 catches, 933 yards, three touchdowns, a Super Bowl championship. Knows how to win. Spotrack values him at four years, $58 million with what we know about this wide receiver core. We need some extra talent in here to pair alongside Traylon Burks. This is a big body, a talented receiver, pretty dynamic, you know, has beef with AJ Brown, Twitter fingers, social media stuff, yada, yada, yada. But all, by all means, a good guy uh, and a, a pretty good wide receiver to Zach. And I'm already seeing the chat is coming in hard. I thought this might be the case, but what do you think about Juju in the two-tone blue? Whoa. Well, let's get to the chat. Uh, we got a lot of these. Yeah. I'll tell you that. Uh, Ronnie, thumbs down. Jonathan, Eric, Kevin, no way from Kenneth. Uh, we've got a unique way to say no from our guy, Jarrell, uh, <laughs> Devin, go, he's going thumbs up right there. Jabu with a, a curious emoji and a thumbs up. Tyler goes thumbs down. Can't dance on Broadway there from Titans. Kyle thumbs down, uh, throw up emoji from Kevin. Denise says, Hmm. So thinking about it, Apollo goes thumbs down. Kevin goes thumbs down. Deborah goes thumbs up, uh, thumbs down from pistol. We've got thumbs down from Patrick as well as Andre and Yvonne down from Damien. Uh, Devin says thumbs up. Jarvis says thumbs down. Hell nah. From, uh, he likes to dance from <laughs> Colby. He liked to dance. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Stuart goes thumbs up. So Jabu is confirmed thumbs up. Jeff says thumbs up. Titans wide receiver room is no good. Let's see here. Thumbs down from uh, honky tonk from uh, Adam. There is a lot of thumbs down from this. So conceptually, I understand. So who are the other? Uh, this is a good, very fair question. Who are who are is Juju competing with? Like, give me a well, couple of other wide receiver options. I mean, the point Noah made is, is a good point. The wide receiver class in free agency is not a very good one. I mean, it's Juju and Jacoby Myers are probably your top two names, unless you include OBJ or, or Allen Robinson. And or, maybe uh, Adam Thielen that we don't know yet. Right. So, I mean, you don't really know, but even some of those guys were good, are veterans that are no good. Here are two guys I thought were interesting, uh, Zach, because – what has Mike Vrabel said? It was basically the first thing he told me and the rest of Titans media at the end of season press conference. We have to get faster. We have to get fast when asked about Traylon Burks and what he likes. He mentioned his speed uh, and said that we just have to get the fastest team possible. Here's a couple pretty fast guys for you. And I don't mean to do this three straight times, but here's another Kansas City chief that is a free agent. It's McCole Hardman, who only played in eight games last year, but uh, you know, had some good production when he was on the field. Uh, he is by all means, very, very dangerous speedster that can line up on, 
really anywhere on the field and be productive. He, he can help you in special teams. And uh, this one that the Titans know very well inside the division that I actually believe this is an official Sam Phelan prediction here on A to Z Sports. I believe the Titans are going to sign this guy. I, I will predict that he winds up as a Titan. It's Paris Campbell from the Indianapolis Colts, who, by the way, was clocked at 22.11 miles per hour in an NFL game in 2022. That was the fastest of any player around the league. He had a breakout season of over 600 catches and uh, or six, 60 catches, 600 yards. Um, and right now, again, I, I know Spo don't know, but there is a bit of a baseline where they projected just a one-year $2.5 million contract. So potentially a less of an investment on Paris Campbell uh, that could also bring some speed that helps the offense. But that is who this guy, Juju Smith-Schuster, might be uh, competing with for some contracts here and teams that are interested might make either McCole Hardman or Paris Campbell a call instead. Zach, do either of those guys do anything for you? Um, well, and then let's add one more to the list is I saw Dylon in the comment section and I confirmed it on Twitter. Adam Thielen officially set to be released. So Thielen, now he is, he's going to be more expensive. He's 30 plus. I don't, I got to find his cost basis. Cause I, I, I like the idea of Thielen coming in, uh, in the Titans wide receiver room, giving some but veteran. It's it, like, that feels like Robert Woods 2.0 to me, right? Like, I mean, well, Thielen, the they, problem with Robert Woods was they traded for Robert Woods thinking that he would be paired with AJ Brown and they paired him with a rookie, right? So like now going into this season, you're pairing them with second year wide receivers, Traylon Burks and Kyle Phillips. You'll add some other pieces. Uh, Paris Campbell would, I think out of those three, I think I would do Paris Campbell over because I think he'd be less expensive than Juju Smith-Schuster. And I think you could find some value on a short-term deal. Yeah, right. But I guess that's the question, right? Like, how, how much value are you looking for at wide receiver? How much of a splash are you looking to make? How desperate are you to fix the rest of your wide receiver core and give Traylon Burks other guys to pair with him when, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins might be an option. Like, you, you don't know who's going to come available, as we learned from the Titans last offseason, some of these big time guys can come available via trade or whatever or getting cut. But uh, Paris Campbell, Nicole Hardman feel like a couple guys you could do more value where Juju's the bigger name, maybe the biggest contract of the bunch and the most production. But is he the best fit for the cost? I, I, looking at the chat, I agree with the chat. When you're talking about speed, you need to go with youth. Youth, <laughs> youth has speed. I'm not as fast as I, I'm not very fast, but I'm not as fast as I was when I was 22 years old, right? So when this is where Rand Carthon's got to earn his money, he's mm. got to be able to not draft Des Fitzpatrick's, not draft Taewon Taylor's, not draft, uh, you know, those type of players in the late rounds, but instead draft the good guys that give value in the later rounds and have speed and check that box that needs to be checked. So you know, this wide receiver free agency class sucks. I mean, it's bad. It's not good. So I, and, I, and by all accounts, the draft class too is not as good as it has been. Right. It hasn't like been the, as wide receiver 
uh, heavy. So again, we're on the eve of free agency week. Sam, I, I stick by my philosophy. If the Titans are going to keep Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry for one more season, one last hurrah, you lean in to just going offensive line heavy and you just draft offensive linemen. You sign interior offensive linemen and you have them for the next several years and replace the skills players over the next couple of years. And you just sacrifice it and you say, if Tannehill and Henry have a better wide receiver core than maybe they did last year, because last year's wasn't very good, Traylon Burks will get better. Kyle Phillips will get better. You'll add a, a second wide receiver that is a veteran possibly or a, a better rookie. And now you're just going to war with that. Chig, we have not mentioned Chig. I think that he has a lot of weight on his shoulders to be, you know, you, you hear you know, the next Delaney Walker. I think that's a, a little much right now. But he can be a piece and a playmaker in this offense. You've got to address for the future and be focused in what Rand Carthon is going to do. All right, so that's that's thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm going thumbs down for Juju Smith-Schuster. Do you have your third player, thumbs up or thumbs down? Yeah, I do. So here I got another one. Here is your uh, third player that is uh, – maybe a little bit more expensive than you want to spend at this position, but I think could do wonders for the Titans defense and secondary. I'm looking at James Bradbury, former Philadelphia Eagle, who is one of the top few cornerbacks on the market and uh, three years, 45 million, the projection from Spotrack. He was a second team, all pro with 17 pass uh, passes defended uh, this past season. He had three interceptions, uh, just played really good, consistent football for the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, Zach, when I look at James Bradbury and what he allows the Titans to do, it really is a matter of depth. You can now move Roger McCreary inside if you need to, and you have a, a surefire Bradbury, Fulton, McCreary, another guy, by the way, who has stayed incredibly healthy over the course of his career that you can now point to. Uh, and give yourself some depth because right now you have Roger McCreary and Christian Fulton and not really sure what else you have after that. Like you, maybe it's Trey Avery is your third corner. Uh, but as we saw last year with Caleb Farley continuing to struggle, continuing to get hurt, you don't, you, you need help at, at uh, you know, defensive back right now. And if you want to go for uh, maybe a bit of a cheaper option, it's former Tennessee volunteer, Cameron Sutton is another guy that I pin as potentially being a good fit here uh, for the Titans to pair ah. al al alongside of uh, Christian Fulton. Roger McCreer, we obviously know the flexibility that he brings to the Titans secondary. So what you can do with him there. But do the Titans need to add a veteran corner? Because I think there's a case to be made. And would you be thumbs up or thumbs down on, say, them paying James Bradbury? I actually, for both of those, e either or, this is where I am going to go thumbs up because yeah. of the Caleb Farley fiasco. I think that guy is waste. He is a waste of space. He, I, 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 he's just a bust. You just got to chalk it up. So you've drafted two corners, Christian Fulton and Roger McCreary, both in the second round, right? So you've that's a high draft pick. First and second round picks are high draft picks. That's how you have to categorize them. And now you go out and you pair that 
And as you mentioned, I think Roger McCurry can now play his natural born position inside Fulton, if healthy, which I, I think he, he was not healthy this past season. I think he was dealing with some stuff. And if he can play, we've seen, though, Christian Fulton play very well before. So I'm thumbs up to this idea of going out and getting a free agent corner, helping the secondary. Now, you're going to have to go out and, and figure out your interior uh, linebacking situation. I think your pass rush could be okay with Autry. Simmons is, is you know, a cloud that you're going to have to address. You have Harold Landry that you didn't have last year because of the ACL. And I think Weaver had did enough to prove that he can step in uh, for Bud Dupree and they can kind of go committee on that other side. They've tasted the expensive blood and it wasn't worth it. I'm thumbs up on a veteran cornerback like Bradbury. I'll say like Bradbury that can come in there and help the secondary room because this is where you got to look around the league in your schedule, right? You're going to be playing young quarterbacks that are Lawrence and whoever's quarterbacking the Colts and the Texans. That's something that you need to disrupt. This is something I don't think we talk about enough. Teams in the division of young quarterbacks disrupting the development of those young quarterbacks and creating a head case, yeah. right? If you get picked off three times in your rookie year, that is a, a step back. That's not a step forward. And so kind of fighting fire with fire, I'm thumbs up of the idea of this. Yeah, I think it's a great fit too. It, it was an interesting point because I don't feel like anybody's really talking about it. Like nobody's really bringing up defensive back as a position of need for the Titans, mainly because they have four good ones, right? Like you mentioned Byard and Hooker earlier. You're fine at safety for the most part. Like that, that's not really a concern. You like Christian Fulton when he's healthy, but you know, the soft tissue has been an issue. You like Roger McCreary, especially in year two, taking that next step. But the soft tissue has been a problem for Christian Fulton, and you don't have much after that, like at all. So I do think it would behoove them to not just go and get a free agent corner, but go get a veteran that you know is pretty consistent and, and can you can trust to be out there for a majority of your games, just play good, solid football, uh, and help the rest of your defense out. Roger McCreary moves inside. Uh, Fulton, you, like, I, you start looking at that defense now when healthy – and you start saying, okay, like, here we go. Provided you bring back David Long and you're able to do some pieces here. But your best 11 or 12 on that Titans defense looks really, really good. Uh, but you need help in the secondary. It killed them all year last year. It was really, really insufferable to watch Terrence Mitchell or Caleb Farley keep giving up 40-yard balls over their head. So, I think, that, I think this was a good exercise. I think what you did is you targeted the team needs. We'll find out what names are being thrown around next week, where these guys are go. It is so hard to predict first and foremost, what Spo can't do. It's so hard to predict what the money is going to be, yeah. but it also is go is hard to predict who the agents are talking to, right? Cause that ultimately Orlando Brown jr's agent is talking to teams or will be talking to teams that, that's what justifies where they're going to go. But I think we threw out, you, th you threw out a lot of good quality names in position groups that of are in need to the Tennessee Titans to kind of help us navigate through free agency next week.
Yeah, well, and the other thing, right? You you don't know what the money's going to be, and we have no way of knowing. Even Spo doesn't predict what the guaranteed money is going to be, right? Which is really the number that matters. Like when you look at these deals, you know, the contract might say a hundred million on it, but how much is guaranteed, and how much uh, are we kind of going to be able to get away from if things don't work out later? Like you don't know, and it moves very fast. So free agency is set to open. Um, next week on Wednesday, which is March 15th, which is the start of the new league year, but the legal tampering period will begin Sunday at midnight. Zach, that means we're probably going to get a lot of so-and-so is expected to sign with blank when the free agency period opens on Wednesday. This is going to start moving really fast. And like you said, I've already seen like Mike McGlinchey, for example, was like, I'm going to sign really quick. Like, how are you going to sign really quick if you don't if you haven't been talking to teams yet? How do you even know who's interested? But uh, normally, we've seen it, I've just seen it evolve over the years and how it works. Like they put the tampering period label right. on it because everybody was tampering, right? And the powers that be could not control the communication between agents and teams and general managers, and so they just justified it and moved it back. But those are some good dates. The 15th, March 15th is officially when it starts, but the 13th through the 15th are when the tampering period happens. And you're going to try to get, it's a PR move, right? Where an agent is like, look, we want to be first to market at your position. So the agent feels like he got a deal done to start the league year. Now he can move on to his other players. And so it's all, it's all a little political in that sense, but uh, we'll start to know it will move very, very quickly. And the Titans will, they will be a player. I, I, they they freed up too much cap space to not be a player this offseason with Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel. By the time we talk on A to Z Sports Monday morning, we might have some substantial free agent signings getting announced or maybe even coming out live as uh, Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Mike Pelissero, and all of those uh, insiders, well, I'm sure will be having a busy few days, as will we at A to Z Sports with our coverage of all of the different NFL markets, all of your Titan stuff, monitoring the free agents, uh, A to Z sports.com, Twitter, YouTube. It's going to be a busy week here in the NFL world. We're going to be dialed in with a lot of coverage. That's right. It's time to get to ain't that good news. What is your good news of the week? It's Friday, people. Man, this has been a long week. Friday. So you can kind of relax. It's Friday. Hopefully we got your Friday started. Sam, tell us about the Bone and Joint Institute. And the chat, you guys, go get your good news, and we'll read those here on the other side. The Bone and Joint Institute. Could you pull up the, the thing for me here real quick? I got, I, I got you. I, look, point guard, facilitator, I'll help you out. Yeah, I got you. need you to help me out with that real quick. But the, the Bone and Joint Institute, uh, go to boneandjointtn.org, Nashville's home for comprehensive orthopedic care. Bone and Joint Institute is really everything that you need as convenient as possible it's all under one roof they have clinics they have testing they have recovery whatever you need so when you when things go wrong you know where you can get right and who you can trust that's the bone and joint institute go ahead and visit them at boneandjointtn.org a to z sports were powered by bet mgm download the bet mgm app today use the bonus code atoz sports i'm gonna be locked in on bet mgm i'll tell you that right now here, real quick, I'll let me brag is, on the parlay. This the parlay that that, so this is early good news before you share your good news. This exactly. 14, 14 parlay. parlay plus 520. $41 to pay out 254. 
Texas minus four, check. Arkansas winner, check. TCU blew out Kansas State, which was huge. I doubled down on that. And Arizona minus six over Stanford. That paid me 240 bucks. Thank you very much, BetMGM. Use that bonus code to sign up today. And also visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligibility requirements. First online real money wager only. Rewards issued with non-withdrawable free best. Bonus bets expire seven days from assurance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. <laughs> All right. Ain't that good news? What is the good news that you have? I'm going to go down the list real quick. And look, Denise, teacher life. It's spring break season. Oh, there we go. There you go. Leading it off spring break, man. There's nothing better. Uh, whether you're a teacher or I feel like when you're a kid, right, you got spring break, you're going down to, I don't know, Gulf Shores or Destin or wherever you're going to go. If you live Maybe you live in the West Coast. I don't know where people on the West Coast they they go to spring break in their you know yeah back, where, did, where maybe back Colorado porch. do they do they go cold for spring break when when you live somewhere I've gone cold for spring break right so um, let's see the vacation starts tonight from from our girl Jill right there um, good news good news good news Jeff big roller coaster guy that we know good news just got off the new Tron roller coaster. Uh, really good there from Big Ten Jeff. Good news from Mr. Jones. Vols beat Ole Miss in the second round of the SEC tournament. Tournament defending champions going for a repeat. That pained me to see, but Ole Miss, I'm looking for Ole Miss to hire Chris Beard. I actually bet on Tennessee yesterday because I knew that they were going to win uh, by at least 12 points. They won by 15. And so, Mr. Jones, there's good news right there. Uh, good news from Devin. Frazier didn't break any news uh, in the chat today. Talking about Chris Frazier. That's pretty funny. Uh, Patrick says, good news. Combine is over and free agency is about to begin. Favorite time of the NFL year. Absolutely. Ed, his son is home from the Pentagon today. So, Ed, cheers. That is good news. Um, Aaron says, good news. Hearing something about WWE, about pay-per-view event in Australia. Hope that the Arkansas Razorbacks men's basketball team go to the NCAA men's basketball tournament. Razorbacks won last night. They play again in advance in the SEC tournament. Good news, good news, good news as we scroll through. Jimbo, back umpiring. You're out of here right hey. there. So breaking kids' hearts right there from Jimbo on the uh, baseball diamond uh, as umpiring. All right, Sam, what is your good news? Well, listen, I, I tease this good news uh, because I am looking forward to it. And I, and I don't mean to get too uh, inside baseball, if you will. But um, yeah, today, watch out. Jimbo, Jimbo will get you. Yeah. Today, Zach, is Max Day. And I'm oh. it's been a very, very long time since <laughs> I've had Max Day. So <laughs> I, I am excited to see uh the progress, see where I'm at, start feeling sore tomorrow. I know I'm going to feel sore tomorrow and I'm looking forward to it. I, I like, I don't know that there's like this little like nervous energy that starts building throughout the so day. So what are you now? Now I got to ask you talk about spring break. This kind of like flash you back to high school. Yeah. Max right. day. What, what are you maxing at? I will be maxing at the bench press. 
I will be maxing at uh, deadlifts. I will not be maxing squat today uh, for I, I like to split up the leg exercises and do them on separate days, but I will be maxing at a, at a deadlift and maxing at a bench press uh, and having a very good uh, gym session today, hoping to put up some, some numbers, maybe a PR coming. Who knows? Uh, who, how good could this Friday possibly get? We'll see. And you, you know, what's good. You had your double down yet last night to kind of get you to that protein fix before. Yeah. Right. Which, so I, Yesterday, I had forgotten actually about the double down for a while, um, which I did send you uh, a photo of. Confirmed. Uh, yep, confirmed. Did drive to KFC and get a double down. Um, before I remembered and went and did that, I did go to Whole Foods to start prepping for Max Day, where I, I'm I'm making some lamb. I'm eating. I'm making some. I'm making the lamb. opposite of a, a opposite of a double down. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm eating some lamb burgers with so, like I I'm putting together a nice little post max day meal to reward myself. Uh, and I like uh, the the cooking process. Some some smash burgers made of lamb is what's coming today for Sam. But uh, Robert has a funny. Uh, I prefer HBO Max <laughs> instead of York type of Max. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I, I'm I'm just. I'm excited. There, there's a buzz, you know, that while, while I can still do it, I'm, I take advantage of it. And, and there you it. go. I, that's, that's a good, good news. So my good news is stemmed from this past weekend. This is the fifth year running that me and there was probably, there's eight to, to 12, 15 on a given year uh, that we all go out on a ski trip. So I got back from Steamboat, Colorado. I love snow skiing. I've been snow skiing all my life. The best part about this trip is that all of us, we've got snowboarders and skiers. I'm a skier. But all of us are of the same quality. Like we, I mean, there are people that are better and worse, but we all can go all across the mountain. If you've got a black, if you've got a double black diamond, if you got blue, if you want to go through trees, if you want to go through moguls, nothing is off limits. And I will say, if you've ever been snow skiing, there is nothing more exhilarating than skiing with people that know how to ski where you don't have to wait on them, right? Like, uh, this is one thing, and, you know, my, my fiance has never, well, I think she's been snow skiing once, but that's something that I want to do later in life with, with her, like to take snow skiing trips. But I'm going to have to sacrifice some trips to get her up to speed, right? Yeah. Thing is, she's athletic. She's actually a thousand point score uh, when she was in high school ba uh, basketball. So she's athletic. I feel like that would be something that she can get up to speed quicker. But skiing with people that know how to ski, it was a great trip out at Steamboat. Looking forward to doing it next year. But that was my good news. Yeah, I'm I'm that guy, right? Like I, I'm your fiance. That I'm like I, I would be good at it. But I, I, I agree. But, but it but it's something that I haven't uh, I've never done, and I'm nervous to start because I don't want to be that guy on the mountain that like doesn't know what he's doing skiing or snowboarding. I, I've been snowboarding once. I was good at it. I just didn't know how to stop. I couldn't do toe side at all. Um, yeah, so. it's just comfort level. It's confidence and comfort level. And that's something that I've never really, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I don't know how to ice skate. I don't know how to roller skate. I don't do things that my feet are not like stationary and stable. If, if, if my feet are sliding, I'm in trouble. Usually is a good motto for me.
Well, a great week of shows. It was uh, you know, uh, you know, different week of shows. Sammy did an outstanding job this week. Uh, and look, we got a lot more to do next week with free agency heating up. So stick with us. We've got you covered all weekend, all week. Hit our socials, including Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. You got something, Sam? Well, if you want to read more in depth about potential free agents that are fits for the Titans and that I think could uh, be potential targets, articles coming out both today and tomorrow, some free agent preview stuff, a to z sports.com uh, be posted to Facebook, Twitter, things like that. So keep an eye out for those because they're a little bit more in depth, kind of like we got today, but really breaking down what each of these potential free agent fits brings to the Titans and who could be a good option to sign next week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. That is where a lot of people get their news on top of Twitter, but we'll have that. We've got a, a great team behind us as A to Z sports behind the scenes. We're giving you all the coverage that you need. Like the show before you go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll have reaction all next week. We'll find out what Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel are heading to do this offseason for the Tennessee Titans. We'll see you Monday morning. Adios.